aquí presente la tremenda guarachera Celia Cruz. Sigamos disfrutando de este show. Alright, alright, alright. Hello everyone. My name is Diamond Rivera of the Live Discussions with Diamond podcast. And here we are at episode 100. We have come such a long way from our humble beginnings in June of 2020. A person I really want to give a big shout out to is Mr. Alejandro De La Torre for really inspiring me to start this podcast as well as Edwin Rivera all the way from L.A., Big shout out as well. Big shout out to Granada as well. Big shout out to DJ Cello for his recovery fund. A link to his recovery fund will be here after this podcast tonight. As well, want to give a big shout out to Viva La Bachata. We are the sponsor of the week for the Viva La Bachata sets coming Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And everyone, tonight here... We have two amazing people, a powerhouse duo, uh, two people that I've been following for so many years, even presently during this pandemic and all of the work they've been able to accumulate and do, uh, two people that I've been very inspired by for so many years. And here I want to bring all the way from the Portland area, representing Portland and LA, Benny and Ashley. What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? What's up? 100. 100. What's up? What's up, my brother? My brother. Thank you. Episode 100. Before we get started into things, I had to write you also because I was like, wait, I'm putting up this video and I'm like, wait, 
is this Brandon? I guess sometimes sometimes <laughs> I'm like, wait, I'm making sure, please, I'm making sure this is Betty and Brick. <laughs> Cause like, you know, so you guys have that look. Sometimes you get a little bit like, wait, who's who? But honestly, uh, it's a real pleasure and honor to have you guys, especially episode 100 of this podcast tonight. Thank you for having us. And yes, thank you. We're super yeah, excited. Super 100 excited and it's us. Yeah, honored, <laughs> excited, and a little nervous, but let's see what happens. No, of course, of course. I mean, all the way from the East Coast here that where I'm at to you guys over there in Portland. Uh, for me, like I've told you privately as well, my focus on creating this platform was I wanted to take those same conversations that a lot of us artists have, whether it's in a hotel room and a private time, and bring that to center stage and allow those same supporters that support you guys all over the world that share your videos now to gain a better understanding of artists like yourselves. Uh, like we've talked, I've been following you guys, even going dating back to about 2018, uh, realizing as well, Ashley, I knew you were familiar because you work with Grizzly Dan's company. And then Benny as well, you and your brother doing amazing work as well. I've saw that your younger brother now is getting involved and doing some of his work. Actually, yes. my young people think he's my younger brother, but uh, he's my middle brother. His name's hmm. so when we put us together with the three Bs. <laughs> All right, I like that. I like that. And and Ashley, you coming from the LA over to Portland, uh, from really as I would say the big bright lights over there to kind of the grungy Portland area in a sense. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, thanks. I think I think I brought a lot of sun with me because everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, it's so rainy and gloomy." I'm like, I don't see it at all. I feel like I brought the sun with me. Absolutely, and uh, at least before we get started into things, I want to give a big shout out to DJ E Mersive, all the way from the DC area, showing hey, some love over here, as well as DJ Immersive saying to Benny, "Yo, Benny, I'm waiting for you for War Zone." So. That is a challenge right now that you have. So He has to stay with me. No. <laughs> but, you know, I definitely think tonight, at least for the time that we have, is a chance really to celebrate your success thus far. Because many people say, oh, we give these artists their flowers at the end. No, I want to give them while they're here and while they're just kicking and pushing forward and letting them know that they have support. There are artists and people from the other side of you know the east coast that are watching what you guys are doing and appreciating it because it's what it's doing it's pushing the culture forward um realizing like i've told you guys i've seen so many teams whether it's east coast west coast south america you name it central coming and performing especially in the states and realizing how routines there's so many but there are very few groups that distinguish themselves and separate themselves from the pack and I would definitely say the work that you, uh, Benny and Ashley are doing or have been doing is amazing because of the intricacies of the, just the way the complex patterns. But most of all, I think it's the stage presence. It's the facial expressions. It's the hunger you see from both of you. Because I think too, and I'm completely honest here, I think that's what's been lacking in our dance scene for so many years was you, you didn't get it from everyone, but artists like yourselves, I can look into your face and tell that you want this rather than it just given to you. And I come from my show, I talk to my friends and I leave. You guys have been making big waves, especially on the West Coast, even in Italy at Mambo Land, Milano. I've seen that work. Amazing. Um, 
And yeah, really, as we get started here on this uh, podcast tonight, how I love to understand the artist is taking it back. In the beginning of taking it back before the dancing, even though I've seen some videos, Benny, of you and your brother when y'all were much younger, uh, had a little bit more hair, I think, and you guys are just, you know, doing your things in the living room and some crazy. I've, I've done kind of my research and Ashley will definitely get into it. And again, the focus now is, or my first question I'd like to ask is from both of you, who were Benny and Ashley before dance? Before dance, you go first. Well, I've danced all my life. I've been dancing since I was about a, like 10. 10, because I was part of a team where we would do like merengue and like belly dancing and like punta and all that stuff. But it was just a, a way for me to do something. My mom didn't know if I was gonna like it. So she was like, oh, just do it. I'm I'm here anyway, so I'm coming. Cause my mom was part of like an adult team. She's like, mm. I'm here just come with me and I was like okay I'll go with you and then she was like oh wow she really likes it let me find a kids team for her and when I was 11 I joined a kids team called Latino Explosion mm. so it was I've always been around the dancing scene it wasn't just going to school and doing other things I played some soccer too and uh, my mom did not like me playing soccer she was like no you gotta be a dancer you're good at it be a dancer <laughs> so, no, mothers like mothers are always gonna like butter you up usually usually yeah but mothers butter you up and they're like you're super good so you have to keep doing it so i i always danced and i went to high school i still dance i went to college and i was dancing at the same time and i actually got my uh bachelor's in um psychology and mm. i worked as a behavior interventionist before i did like full-time with benny i was a hide paid nanny is what Benny calls me <laughs> for for children with autism but mm. I really loved the work uh doing it until like I was dancing and I was kind of losing that spark of dance because uh, I it, I wasn't doing exactly what I wanted to do yeah. it was more like we were talking about in LA we love theatrics and we do we really do I cannot take that part away from me but it was uh, getting to the point where for me it was a little bit too much and i really wanted to learn more about salsa because i felt like that's something that i was lacking and i wanted to keep on growing in the actual understanding of salsa where it came from and i wanted to learn on too specifically the roots of it so benny and i started communicating started talking and he was like hey let's do this project i have this other people that i'm doing projects with too so i i want to know like if you and me are going to work out Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This sounds like almost like a date or like a it was an audition. audition. Yeah. It was an audition. It was his audition. I call it an audition. <laughs> and it's funny because I've I've been super competitive since I was little. And when he said that to me, that he was like uh, doing other projects with other people and all oh. of that, I was like, okay, like this is a good good competition for me to see like if I can really like win this, whatever this is. <laughs> I don't know. I was the prize. I don't know. It was. It sounds. I know. Hopefully, no girls out there are like Ashley. Come on, don't think like that. But in my in my sense, it was like this like, well, you competition. Mean, <laughs> it was this competition that I was like, I'm gonna win this, you know. Yeah. So when I was there, I wasn't even doing anything extra or anything. I was just being myself, and I was like, I was I was confident that on um, what I was doing, I was gonna bring something new to his mm -hmm. dance and to our dancing. And we really did with the first routine. I think 
that it was it's our baby and um I, it had a lot of dramaticness still <laughs> i started uh, to realize the type of, the type of style that i'm mm -hmm. kind of lean towards i started to realize too that my on two or my stepping and all of that was very bad and i still needed to keep on training mm. and we were doing this back and forth la portland thing and flights are not too too expensive but they accumulate over yeah. time and then i was like i need to move if i really want to do this i need to move and it was my decision to come over here because of the dancing Mm -hmm. the relationship happened after <laughs> but <laughs> i wanted to really to to keep dancing and to expand my knowledge in mm -hmm. on two because when i came here the first time benny brandon brian his parents they were talking about dancing as soon as we woke up until we slept mm. and never been part of an environment like that where it was dancing 24 7 where i was learning about history where the mambo actually came from where it was separate like i just thought salsa la because in la we're a little bit conceited <laughs> a little think, a little just a little just a little bit is <laughs> only until now like we have a couple of artists that are expanding and they're growing and they're going other places and they're bringing that knowledge back but at that time when i was a little bit younger it was just only salsa in LA. So when I came here, I felt, wow, like salsa's everywhere, you know, mambo's everywhere. And it's, there's more to it. There's history, there's culture, there's mm -hmm. art, there's so many things and I had never seen it. I felt like a little girl in Disneyland. So <laughs> I loved it. And I was like, I gotta stay here. Yeah. <laughs> so that's me. Wow. So, so Benny, what's, how did your journey start? Cause I see it's a lot of history there. Yeah, I think for me, my journey, much more simple because uh, when I started, I started, my mom actually, she's been teaching quinceañeras and I, she was telling me, she's like, oh, I, I want to get interviewed next time. So I'm going to send you a message. <laughs> <laughs> so the way that we started with the uh, was in quinceañeras, actually, it's like a sweet 16, yeah. course, but in Mexico, they do 15. Uh, she's been doing that for 30 years. So... Mm -hmm. Um, the way I started was being like a chambelan. Like she had like a group of, of yeah, the boys, yeah, boys. Like oh, like, you can hire them, and they know how to dance already. So I was trying to get into that crew of my mom's group because she would <laughs> hang out with them more than she would hang out with me sometimes. <laughs> it's was, a business. It's a business. Yeah, it was a business. <laughs> I was upsetting. I was like, no, there's no way. I'm like, I'm gonna be there so I can be with you more. And so that's how I started dancing, and. uh after that, I think it was like four years after I started dancing, my mom opened uh, the school, the school that we have now. And uh, she she dances salsa, but it's it's uh, before it was called Salsa Sonidera, so it's from Mexico. It's danced a little bit different. Um, but when she moved here, after she opened the school, she started going out to nightclubs and like salsa dancing and stuff. And it was this, mm -hmm. it was danced different, right? So it was called like Salsa Linea. It's what, uh, what Mexico call it. So she started getting into that. And when she started that, I started right after her, basically. So we learned basically kind of together. We would go to congresses together and classes together. And and I'm not, I've never said this before, but Jason Molina and Oso mm. Perrones kicked me out of their class <laughs> the first year I ever I've never told no one. I'm saying mm. he's there. He didn't even know. I didn't know anything basic. though. I didn't know anything, but I was oh, I was there with my mom and they kicked me out. So after that, the chip on my shoulder with New York. 
No. You wow. feel me? <laughs> oh, man. I, it, I completely understand. I yeah. Completely and so then after that, what happened was, like, after that incident, <laughs> incident, I was like, um, I'm like, you know what? Like, I, I could do this. Like, I could, I can dance. And then, but I didn't, I never performed. I didn't perform until I that one of my first shows, like, it was like eight, nine years ago now with Brandon in a nightclub. It was like yeah. the first show ever. But even like back then, what inspired us, uh, we would watch a lot of YouTube videos. And I know like a lot of, I saw a lot of memes out there when the pandemic happened that uh, instructors telling you to not learn on YouTube and now instructors telling you to learn through video is like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the irony now. The irony, right? And so me and my brother, Brandon, we were inspired a lot by Juan Matos and Adolfo when they first came out mm -hmm. with La Rerare. Mm -hmm. And I remember we were in the, in the studio and I was like, I'm like, look at these guys, like they look, they look so cool. Like it was a really, it was cool to see two guys dancing together mm -hmm. in a, in my, what I like to say like, wait, no, without like before that we had seen two guys dancing together and it was a lot of same gender stuff, a lot of couples stuff. Like, yeah. One guy, one uh, lead, one follow. But now it was like two guys dancing next to each other. Like, damn, this is sick. It looks, it looks dope. Let's do yeah. it. And, that, and then I was like, and he's like, you think we can, Brandon would tell me, you think we can do that? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure we could do better. They're not that good. That's what I, was, <laughs> I had never performed before. I didn't know what the hell, I didn't know how to dance on two yet, but mm. we were like, let's do it. And that's really, that's, after that, our lives have literally been the same. Like from eight, nine years ago, I think that's the secret to, to what we've done is the consistency and yeah, sometimes maybe we, we don't practice as much or sometimes we focus more on some things, but it's literally my life has been the same for the past almost 10 years now mm -hmm. in the studio. I'm literally in the studio every day, every day. If I don't go to the studio one day, I feel kind of weird sometimes. Wow. So I think that's been the main, main thing up to now. And now Ashley's living it. And to me, in my eyes, at least from when she moved to now, you can see the big change. You can see the the... I guess the growth, mm -hmm. but it's the same thing. She's living in the studio now. It's like, it's like, I always look at it like we were talking before, like sports is like, it's, you have to do what you've been doing from the beginning if you want to continue the same success you had. Yes. And and he, you've also had a couple of things along the way that have helped you be where you are yeah, now. Yeah, of course. Uh, I went to Italy to train with um, my maestro, one of my maestros, Adolfo. Yes. Uh, I trained with him uh it was six years uh, in a consecutive years. Uh, I would go to Italy and train with him for two to three months every year. Mm. So definitely that, that helped me uh, experience a lot, see things through a different light and see that mm -hmm. this could be a profession if you really stick to it and if you really sacrifice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because like you said, with you and Ashley, then your lives are the studio. Mm -hmm. That is the pure example of putting that 10,000 hours in. Yeah. You know, you, as you said, you were younger, that moment with Osmal and Jason Molina, <laughs> kind of like putting a little like fire in you yeah. and you saying, yeah, I can do this. I can probably do it better. Most people would even say that. But in yeah. reality, a lot of us think of it, think of it that way when we're put in that type of situation. It's kind yeah. of like, you know. Yeah. And to me, like the, the biggest inspiration I get stirring, uh, Maybe the past three years, ever since I started with Ashley, it's been almost four years now. No? Uh, Something like that. Has been, uh, <laughs> you better say it right. You better it, make sure. It, you it, uh, 
Wait. It's been more sports now, like like Mike Tyson, Michael Jordan, like. Mm -hmm. And I always tell Ashley, I'm like, if I'm talking crap, then I gotta back it up, you know. So, if I say that I want to be the best, or I am mm -hmm. the best, or like things I say in the studio, then I gotta back it up, prove it to them. I, I'm saying it to myself to prove it to myself. You know what I'm saying? So it's oh, like, yeah. it's always been that. And like when I'm with Ashley and we're, or when I'm with Brandon, it's always to me a, a one versus one, a competition. It's yes. never a partnership. No, never. <laughs> it's always a, it's always a, oh, you think you're good or, oh, you think you have more energy than me. Oh, yeah. In our, in our studio, like when we're training, it's like, it's like do or die perform. Like I want to see yes. you, but you're I would, competing. You're, I would, not, you're not training. You're I'll competing. I'll definitely say that it takes a certain person with a certain mm -hmm. mindset to be able to be with someone that's like this because you cannot take it personally. He's not really trying to put me down. Yeah. He's trying to get the best out of me in yeah. a way and he has had to figure out how i'm different than brandon right yeah how he needs to get yeah. that yeah. spark or that yeah. light to it took out. me it took me a good year to figure out ashley was a girl so she was gonna be yes different. it did it definitely <laughs> took me a year to figure out that i was not a guy <laughs> well i think also i think ashley i think what really helped what you said earlier your work with behavior intervention right and realizing people's behavior i mean yes i don't know if you noticed it before of when you were meeting him and understanding like how kind of your work before intertwined with this, because when you're doing couple work, when you're doing anything or a partnership with anyone, you're learning that person's behavior right. in order to coexist. Right, and just how you said, when I worked with uh, children with autism, a lot of the stuff that they were doing, they were not doing it to hurt me. Yes. They were doing it because that they have no other they, they couldn't do anything else, right? They have, they need help controlling their behavior. They need help understanding what's right and what's wrong. And with Benny, I had to go through that as well. And mm -hmm. like you said, it, all life's work that I did in my outside field helps me for this moment, right? Like it helps me be able to understand he's not really trying to put me down. Yeah. Maybe he thinks he is, what he wants to do is he wants someone that's going to be able to be there with him pushing at the same mm -hmm. time because Brandon gives it to him. Like if you guys, I have to get to his level cause he's younger. He's eight years younger if than you me. guys see them. Oh, wow. Oh, see them practice. It's insane because and Brandon doesn't get tired. Brandon's like a freaking machine. He doesn't get tired. <laughs> he's like always uh, doing full energy. And I'm like, like, dude, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. Look, not even huffing and puffing. Oh, like, freaking oh. <laughs> But he's saying that, and I'm next to him, he's huffing like, and puffing. So it pisses yeah. me off. So then I have to go off. and But it's but, the only way to push each other. But some something that I understood really quickly was Benny was looking for a partner that yeah. gave that same motivation or yeah. that same energy yeah yes it was up to me whether i wanted to be a part of it or not 100 percent. whether i wanted to um uh, deal with everything i won't say their names but i had three partners when we did the audition thing no two so ashley was the third one but i had two that had came to portland to to audition to audition yeah and one time there was one girl that I dropped her off at the airport. I stayed at the airport for one hour and then I picked Ashley up. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say their names though. I oh my God. I mean, if they do get to see this, they'll know who they are. And yeah, we they know, they know, they know. But he had a lot of growth as well. But that's the thing about a partnership. Yeah. 
grow together. It's like a relationship. In a relationship, you cannot just be with someone and expect for that to be your prince charming. Uh, like, mm-hmm. the most likely, they're not going to be your prince charming. Just like in partnership and dancing together, we had to learn how to work with each other and how to be better each day. I had to push way more, train way more on the outside because he had years of experience going with Adolfo. Yeah. And onto dancing with his brother. And I had to kind of like play catch up and yeah. be like work extra hours to be able to fix. She had things. to get those, those 10,000 hours you were talking about. She had to get them in two. <laughs> I mean, I mean like his parents have helped me along the way. Brian too, on how, how I should be working with my basic, how I should be listening to music, how just dancing, right? Or just performing. Because I don't want to say that's the easier part because it is hard for a lot of people, but that's the part that for me, at least, I didn't struggle with. It was everything else. (laughs) It was everything else besides that. And and, and realizing that because, like you said, you coming from LA and Benny, you and your family coming from Portland, I mean, L.A. is just known as a huge dancing city on one L.A. style. For you, for you, Benny, my question to you is, coming from Portland, did you also feel like you had that chip on the shoulder? Because as we've talked, I've known people that have come in and out of Portland. Mm-hmm. But to realize that Portland was slowly gaining steam because when you and your brother came out, and I'm sure that there were people beforehand um, yeah, in that yeah. Portland area, but... For me, my main focus was when I saw you and your brother working, two brothers now doing that training with Adolfo and now making your mark. Did you kind of feel like, you know, your city was now starting to become more well known in a sense? Well, yeah, that's always been definitely my goal, because when we even when we opened the school, like like I, I was talking to you before, like we were never we're not in Portland in the city. We're in Hillsborough, which is a suburb, maybe like 25 minutes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's even further out for some people, like those 30 minutes is a long drive. So they don't even want to train. Right. Uh, (laughs) But our goal, our main goal was always to. Like I always the way I think one of the ways I convinced Ashley was like. People that it's not a knock on people that dance on teams, but to experience people saying your name, your full name, your Mm -hmm. last name, where you're from. It's a different feeling. And the people reacting to it because mm-hmm. even and that's like another one. It's like a plus two because people can say your name and then it's like, okay, come right. let's see what you got. Cool. But when you when people say your name or when people just see even just like like I've seen it before, like the lights are off and you can see our silhouette because we're on stage yeah. and people are already screaming. They haven't even said nothing. Like those things mean things, right? Yeah. So when I hear Hillsborough, Portland, like when I hear those things, to me it means it means that we haven't we that our training and our dancing is enough we didn't Mm -hmm. there's like you said there's been so many dancers from portland there's so many dancers from la that move big cities thinking that's what it that's what they need that's what it and it's not true and i'm here to say it on live tv (laughs) it's not not true you don't have to move you just have to work harder yeah and i got my dad he would tell me all the time you should go to new york you should go to la you should go do this you should go do that and i'm just like no i'm good I'm good because I'm going to be the first one. I'm going to be the one of many first to come to prove that you don't have to leave. You just have to work harder, be smarter. And yeah, it does take a little bit of traveling, but I always say I'm like um, one of those old explorers that used to go in uh, the ships and the oceans and they would come back to their home Mm -hmm. and 
different cultures, different spices, and teach people the way. And that's the what I that's my main goal to go and learn. And yeah, look look what I've I've learned this. I've seen this. So you don't have to go out and look for it. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to go out and move and think that's the only way. It's not true. Mm-hmm. I definitely I definitely understand that. And for me, realizing too is that. When you're going, when, like you said, you had three partners in total, two, and then you have Ashley, and realizing that these people made the decision to go from where they were from, come all the way to Portland, Hillsborough area, and kind of be uh, separate from all the other influences around them that they're probably used to, and literally train and work. And I think that's really important because that separates those that really want it and those that just want it for the moment. Yeah. Exactly. Noticed, especially around 2018, even before then you were doing your work with your brother, but then the work you started doing with Ashley was even, it exceeded my expectations because most people would say, all right, you got a shine routine. The next question is, what is that partner work routine going to look like? Yeah. And usually what it is, not to cut you off, but usually it's, it's trash, right? Like you're good at one thing, mm-hmm. you're probably not good at the other thing, right? Or it's not trash. Maybe it's just, it looks more like shines. Maybe you think, yeah. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> yeah, that's a better way to say it. Edit, edit that part out. Edit that part. Out. <laughs> oh, it, it's funny to me you even say that because as I'm speaking to you, my the pre assumption from people I knew from especially LA, I would think Benny was from LA and Ashley was from Portland. Really? No, no, no. It's, no. See, oh, I, I got because <laughs> like the, I love is that the brashness, especially from you, Brenny, Benny, because oh. like you said, there were moments like. <laughs> that you were put in those moments like, oh, okay, now I'm going to have to prove some people wrong. And realizing now over the years, you put yourself in a position. And now with both of you working together, um, I think you both had something to prove and really not to other people, but to yourselves. Yeah, it was, it's always been to ourselves. And I think that's the, I, I've been saying it, I think ever since I started dancing with Ashley, maybe with Brandon too, I've been saying it from the beginning, like, uh, I don't. I personally don't like to compete, like in competitions, mm-hmm. because of the way I know how hard it is to score uh, points and like the way to look for it. It's not very simple, like you know, like in basketball, you score a basket, you get two points, right? Mm-hmm. It's not that simple mm-hmm. in in not dancing. In but there, even when you're just doing shows, train with mm-hmm. a certain level of comp of competition and a certain level of edge to when you're practicing, to when you're performing, to when you're around people like that yeah. are peers, I guess. Because in my eyes, every I, I always told Ashley, because Ashley compete more than me. Uh, she would with compete Grizzly. with Grizzly and her teams and stuff. And I would always tell her, and I would always tell Brennan too, I'm like, if we compete if we compete this year, if we did compete, we would have won. We didn't mm-hmm. have to compete. I'm like, we, we, we worked that hard in the studio. We, we work hard enough that if we want to compete, we could yeah. We don't have to because we choose not to. So that's why that year when we went to La Negra and we won, it was like, I, I was like, shit. Like, <laughs> I was like, man, I was actually talking truth. I was like. <laughs> yeah, because with Benny, he says a lot of things mm-hmm. kind of mentally prepare himself. So he's not literally saying, well, I mean, he is saying it literally, I guess. He's not saying like, if I was in the competition, I would win. I think it's a different skill. It's definitely. Yeah. Something that you have to learn how to do. And at that time, whether it was with me or with Brandon, he was not ready or they were not ready as a partnership. Yeah. 
mentally preparing mm -hmm. themselves to be there. That's yeah. why he would say that a lot, yeah. a lot. If I was in the competition, yeah. I would win because yeah. he's manifesting it and he's like really, really yeah. digging because into it so I, it can happen. Yeah, because then I have to, like I said, back it up. Yeah, he has to back it up. Like we were just talking with Brandon like a week ago and we were talking to a student here that he came from Mexico City to train during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. you know, big ups too. And uh, we were uh, we were telling him we were like, oh, you're 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 running the routine, you're you're doing it, but you're not performing. And Brandon told him straight up too, like he's like, yeah, me and me and Benny would we would go full out. Whether like I remember still when we were at the clubs and there was like six people or seven people, mm -hmm. and you know like, you can hear the waiters in the background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the, but me and Brandon thought we were in full competition, going full out, ah, trying to kill each other, like dancing. But then it's like that's what it takes in terms of consistency mm -hmm. if you see yeah. it, it's do or die you're gonna this is your last show then prove to oh, me yeah. it's your last show like to me like that's the like the way i see it it's like 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 i said michael jordan like game six five yeah. o'clock and you got to make the shot there's no there's no going back you got to make it to win and that's what it is yes because imagine with all that's going on right now our last shows can you really say that you dance them like yeah. if it was your last show I know that for Benny and myself, we could say that because we always say it right before we're going to perform. We say we have to perform like this is our last show because yeah. we tomorrow. Yeah. That, that's, that's absolutely true. I mean, see, like going over, especially on YouTube or just videos I've seen of you guys, the presence, the stage presence, the, um, the facial expressions, everything is on point every show. And I think that's something that, in my opinion, lacked in a lot of congresses, congresses, festivals, social dances, uh, performances at socials a lot. I mean, you saw so many of the same groups. And I think what happened was a lot of groups got complacent. They can go to a social and half-ass it, but go to a congress and say, I'm ready. Mm -hmm. But realizing there were very few groups like yourselves that was ready every time, no matter if it was a show like you said, Benny, with six people there, <laughs> I'm going to show like it's a thousand people there. Yeah. But, you know, and then Ashley, you having that experience with Grizzly, mm -hmm. you already know what that lifestyle was like. So with Benny, you and your brother then doing the trainings and then having also that influence with Ashley coming in and training, mm -hmm. I think was key because she yeah. knew the, the Congress lifestyle probably and <laughs> knew what it entails. I mean, and I think with both your personalities, you being a, uh, you actually being a behavior intervention, spe I mean, specialist, would you call it? And and Benny, you having that drive, she could understand you. Yes. Yeah. The difference because Definitely. another person probably wouldn't understand mm -hmm. the reasoning of what the methods to the madness. They would just think yeah. he's crazy yeah. and that. I actually like when, pe when people call me, like, I think it was like, <laughs> a phase like four or five years ago oh when yeah. I, like people were calling me crazy and i loved it like yeah. i like when people call me crazy oh my god you, you, i think you're a little bit too much mike tyson you're a little too maybe yeah. michael jordan maybe a mike tyson. I, I bite ashley's ear off right no, now oh my god no it looks like she'd hurt you <laughs> so so now my question is uh you guys of course then they're training and benny you realize that this is really going to work you're doing your trainings um and then comes the shows. When was the moment, or actually, what was that first show moment like backstage right before you performed? To me, the first one. I was, and it's the way I like to train personally. Yeah. The reason I like to train so hard, and I guess you could say now that we're talking about it very aggressively, 
is because on that day, it's easy. It should because be. I've done it like ten times in a row. How can I not do it once? Does that make sense? Yes. So uh, that's the way I like to train personally. <laughs> like you'll see me in the studio and it'll be like, Benny looks bad. He was he's like falling over and dying because I'm running it that much. But then but then in my mind, just even that one percent, if it helps me to be like, I've done this ten times. Like how am I not gonna do it one time perfect right now? Just let's go. So I'm my aura when I'm about to perform is to exude confidence, to be confident. So I don't, I get nervous. But so your first show with me before was that confidence? show, I was, I, wasn't, <laughs> I was nervous, but I wasn't super nervous. So you were nervous, but I knew, yes. but I knew what was going to happen. And I had told Ashley, I'm like, when this show drops, it's going to be a bomb. It's going to be, and it was. When that that first week, the week before that, we it was had, hell week though. It was hell. It week. was hell week for two weeks because the week before that, we oh, I was also briefly <laughs> I have to say I was briefly with Omambo, um, and there was a show in Boston where mm -hmm. Benny performed with Omambo, and I asked Omar. I was like Omar. Well, I didn't ask him actually. I was kind of I, I was kind of nervous. I was scared with Omar <laughs> because he also helped us a lot in our routine in Blancaster. Mm -hmm. Omar helped us like move use the floor and do this and he's really really good he coached us yeah he's yeah. Really at the, those things and um i asked benny can you please ask omar if we can dance together because i want to feel your energy i want to feel what it feels like on stage before our debut mm, that's... So our first show and benny was blanking out i learned on routine stage. in two hours that's why i was like leading i gotta give it up to you two hours like i already kind of knew the routine but he had to remember it right yeah and, um, it's hard because he's not in LA, so he doesn't practice with Omambo yeah. a lot. And I was like, in the middle of the show, I was like leading him through everything and still dancing. I was like, oh my gosh, this better not be how our show is. <laughs> it feels terrible. And then from um, Boston, he came straight to Los Angeles and we Bro. were practicing and practicing and practicing. And we have this trick where we go in between the legs and over. And me being a trickster, I'm like, this is... Mm easy right in my mind but it's not and i we couldn't get it we just could not get it this week of the show and mm. i was like oh the my day God. before the show like the day mm. before the show too it wasn't coming we, out it didn't come out um it felt it just felt really rough and i was like man you know what well we'll just see what happens yeah i was nervous and i remember right before that i was like i cannot believe that we're here and we don't even have know the trick whatever i'm gonna do it I always say, I, I'm always that type of person that is like, I'm gonna show up, just like Benny always says. And when we performed, we did the trick and I was like, I can't believe we freaking did it. <laughs> right you forgot the rest trick, of the routine kind right, of. Oh my God. <laughs> right after that trick, I come out of a turn and I do a big hot toe, right? Uh, and I was yeah. like, flip right out of the hot toe because of how hype I was. And I just started running back to Benny. Oh. And and right after that, I, like that feeling, I couldn't mm. express it because I, I didn't know what was gonna happen. You couldn't tell, but it felt like forever. It was like literally like half a second. You couldn't. Tell. Yeah, but I did not know what was gonna happen right before the our first show. I was all nervous. I was like, this is my opportunity to show everyone here in Los Angeles. There was a lot of people at that unified. It was shout out to Mario Gatica. Yes, he, thank he's you the for, one that uh, for like allowing us allowing to debut, us to there, debut right? there and it's a big social out in it was it's almost yes. like a congress it was, like a thousand people it was there. one of the biggest socials in la at the time and i was nervous everyone from la was there all my prior um peers dancers mom. my mom was there mm -hmm. and my mom stopped going to my show so that was the first one that she actually came back to 
and then all the my peers after were also there too and it was like a little bit nerve-wracking because i was like are they here to support me are they here to judge me <laughs> like what's happening you know and right after that and i i the support that we got from everybody it was amazing i was like i can't believe that we actually did this and that's when i felt that we were gonna be good together i was like this is mm. good it felt so great and nobody existed right after the show nobody else existed it was just benny and me yeah. <laughs> and and realizing that usually that first show the fact that you guys had a chance to kind of have that experience beforehand it helped it was key big yeah. shout out to omar from o mambo thanks omar you know and and realizing too is that you said um those moments happen i know what it feels like when you have that one specific partner routine that it's just really hard to get whether it's a trick or a specific turn pattern. And it usually does come out. It usually comes out great at the show. Usually like it's always the week of the days before yeah. and then it just happens. So it kind of asked you kind of answered it, but I think I go a little further into it. My next question would be for both of you is when did you both definitively know wow you guys like we got this like we are really on to something here to me to me at least was when we finished the routine so maybe like three four months before that two months before that once the routine was done it just i knew it was going to be something good because you can feel it you can feel when you can feel when there's good energy and mm -hmm. when all Productive. I'm not gonna say positive because it's not. Yeah. Productive. Right. Because it could be productive in a negative uh, with negative energy, but negative energy meaning pr a lot of pressure, a lot of push and pull. That's good. I think good too for growing pains because there was growing pains from the beginning. But that first routine, I do think it might be our best one because it was like it's like I love listening to rap. Right. It's like oh okay. Reasonable doubt which was his first album. And to me, that's the best one he ever made. Mm. But it didn't really go like Blueprint, right? Okay. I, I see you got some you got some knowledge there. I didn't know you was going I, I'm not, You guys heard it first. You guys might fo stop following me, but I listen to rap more than I listen to salsa. 1,000%. I love now it makes perfect sense. The I way I see you on stage makes perfect sense now. Yeah. I love he rap. He uses a lot of rap references. Yes. But it's okay because he doesn't listen to salsa, and that's all I listen to. Yeah. Wow. Wait, so, and, and that's amazing because sometimes the, the musical influences on people, it kind of, um, you can see it even through their performance. Yeah. You can see that grit. You can see the grind. You can see the flow. Um, and I think that's really key because while watching you guys over the years perform, even going back to 2018, when you guys that I saw started doing routines, uh, going to places in LA, uh, going to Reno, going to Chicago afterwards, uh, going to Mambo Land, realizing with you guys that this was something different because the way you hit the notes was key. Because we have seen, or I have seen so many couples and so many groups that try to challenge themselves and use songs that have really just definitive notes, and a lot of them can't hit it. Or they try it and it just doesn't feel right. Yeah. When you guys do it, I in a sequence that I would see footwork, you put partner work and made it work. Yeah. And, and vice versa. And I think too, um, both of you guys' personality and the way you the way you guys work, I think just by hearing you, 
it makes sense how it works in routine. So a question I have is from the both of you, who is really like kind of, I wouldn't say maybe both of you are, but who really is that kind of creative genius of probably just throwing random things in and taking things maybe to a different level? Like who's kind of the balance and who's kind of the, I just want to go for it. So um, each routine is different. Each routine is for like one of our likings. Mm-hmm. And as Margaritas, it was more <laughs> like, for like my liking and what, what what I could do because Benny was like, Benny wanted to do take five from Tico Puente. Like oh, wow. Yes. That like, is a really amazing song. Yeah. Yes. That's what I wanted. That was my my vision or idea for that first routine with Ashley. But after the first but practice, I was girl like, right here. Could barely do a suzu. But this is not gonna work. And Ashley thought that was the last time we were gonna ever talk. Yes. So this was so this was Reno <laughs> in 2017. 2017 or yeah. 18 or something like that. Something like that. Something like that. Either 18. And no, 17. It had to be 17. So 2017, Reno and Benny's like, oh, this is the routine we're gonna dance to. And it was take five. And he was like, okay, we're gonna do Susie Q twist stop six, seven. And I was like, what <laughs> okay uh, and i couldn't do it i was like <laughs> because i'm very used to on one i'm very used to flat feet mm-hmm. i wasn't ready to go i didn't know the technique and now and it was a it was the worst worst practice i've ever had in my life and i was like oh this guy is never gonna want to dance with me again well we gave it a shot <laughs> and then he, he, sang us, he sent yeah. me that song I and said, he was like i, told I think him, this like, is gonna fit i think i have better. a song that's better for us for you I said. yeah he said for me and i was like <laughs> oh i love this song yes this is more me and we did blancas and when we did tumba which was the purple routine that you for, uh, put the show mm-hmm. uh, benny was like I really want to do this. I want to create shapes and lines and all of this. And I'm like, he was very, very creative, very on top of it. And I was I like, was just trying to put the craziest, dumbest things you've ever seen together. Yeah. Literally the, the point of that show. And <laughs> in that show, I'm literally squeezing my stomach, my butt, everything <laughs> from beginning to end because I'm like going hit, hit, hit and all these things, right? Which I'm only yeah. because of, with Grizzly, we had a lot more routines like that mm-hmm. I was like yeah sure whatever you want like i can make that vision come to life and it was hard always because if i could do it he would change it so it could be way more difficult so i couldn't do it but that's where that's i think where we get the the different things right like because if you can do it already then what's the point of doing it like there's no point to me there's no point yeah something you already did or something you've done or know how to do Right. For us, it's always the reason we take so long on our shows. Like, I think that purple piece took like a year to do. Yeah. Mm. Because we came back to it. We had to come back to it. It was no way. It was, it was hard. And then the green routine, which is the one where I have like a very flowy dress. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Uh, that one was done because I told Benny, I really want to work on my crossbody leads. I really want to work on turning but my I fundamentals. Did, I didn't want to practice that. I said, there's no he point. I didn't want to. So I'm like, let's just make a routine <laughs> up yeah. that has that. And we can pr- we can be like our practice, a way to practice, right? Yes, mm-hmm. so that routine was more again for me, so that I could practice. But then, when I felt more comfortable and confident with it, I was able to perform it, and I love that routine. Yes, yeah. so, so does Mikey Movimiento love that routine as well. Oh, Benny, I was like, this routine makes me feel like a princess. Like I'm, mm-hmm. like it's all about me. And he's like, yeah, like he's a gentleman. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, cute. Cool, it's cute. It's right? cute. It's okay. <laughs> and then 
our red routine, which we haven't been able to perform so much, which yeah. um, we're going to bring it will. back though. Yeah. Cause that one we debuted in January, two months before everything happened, the pandemic. Mm. So that, we performed it like three times. Yeah, that routine is crazy. Yeah. And, uh, and I guess to answer your question, because I've been just going around in circles. Like, That's okay. <laughs> a lot of the times Benny has these creative and crazy things in his head, or he'll be like, I hear this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and he's like, what would you do with that? Ba-dum-bum-bum. But I want a leg and I want a, a spin on one foot and I want you to dip. And I'm like, and wear a hat. <laughs> Almost, right? And I'm like, okay, it's a leg. I can do a spin on one foot and I can dip. Boom. And I would like come up with whatever I can think. Yeah. Yeah. Really sense to what he's saying, right? Or I'll be like, you know what? I don't hear that. Like, I think this is more like dominant. Like this sound yeah. a little bit bigger than that one. And he'll be either say yes or he'll really stick to the no and be like no what i'm saying makes sense and i'll try it i'll try it i'll try it and most of the time i want to say 80 percent of the time we do with what he's saying because his hips are actually pretty big or like make sense with what we're choreographing mm-hmm. and that 20 percent of the time it, i have to try it maybe 10 different ways for him to just get out of it like to be like okay you know what's just not working but he like really pushes me to be able to think of doing one specific sound in many, many. Mm -hmm. But if I didn't have the skill to be able to do one sound in many ways to either Mm -hmm. shine or partner work or a little fancy, which is what we call legs and stuff. If I wouldn't have that skill, then his vision wouldn't come to life. Does that make sense? Oh, no. Yeah, it it definitely makes sense because... You need someone to kind of have those crazy ideas and the other one kind of be a realist and say, all right, we're capable of doing this and this is what we're not capable of. But I think especially when you guys are on stage, everything works in unison. Yeah. Because from the song selection, from the trick selection, from the speed, from the mood of everything, I think that's what truly separates you guys because watching it, especially, I think, to the moments when you're like, one of my favorite shows is when you're at Reno and just seeing with the lighting, with the stage, how much you have, you can tell that you guys do a good job at that. The production yeah. is always on a thousand. Yes. Because I mean, it's total difference from a social setting to a performance setting, like a Congress or a festival. It's huge. So us oh, yeah. tiny well, me, tiny earth, it's really hard to move around. So we have to like practice or like think of how we're going to still make the routine look good and not look tiny on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, it's different when you have a group, then you just have two yeah. people yeah. that are going to just like take everything over. Exactly. I mean, because you being able to utilize the stage and still give people a show because we understand too what uh, guests on the state, guests who are watching their attention span is very, very quick. Yeah. yeah. Realizing like, hey, we need to, in these two minutes, three minutes, probably max, we need to get all that attention and push forward. Yeah. And, and now understanding, you know, throughout the years, you guys have been able to perform uh, and kind of into the present day, then COVID happens. Like you said, in January, 2020, you guys have probably already just did that routine, maybe a maximum of three times. Yeah. And, and now- everything kind of changed around March. Uh, Same socials and events we were planning to go to, now we're being shut down. Now the same um, people we were intending to hang out with, 
that's put on hold. <laughs> so, I mean, the question now that I have is from that moment, what were those moments initially like for both of you of, hey, I'm about to go to a social or Congress or festival to perform till kind of everything's stopping in its tracks? Um, for me, I think at the beginning it was like I hadn't processed it, I guess, yet at the beginning. Mm -hmm. But it was it was a break that I think I at least for me personally and uh, I know for my family and Ashley like probably too mm -hmm. uh, we had been living the same way for like I said nine like the studio the studio's been open for fifteen years we basically mm -hmm. that for fifteen years being at the studio every day and then just all of a sudden closing it just felt like oh like we have a vacation now like a real one like where we're not doing nothing and it was like at the first month like. I was chilling. I'm like, oh, this is cool. But then I'm like, wait, this is can be a long time, right? Yeah. So that's when I started like thinking and like I was very anti-Zoom at the beginning. Yes. Did not want to teach. <laughs> like, it's not the same. It's not going to be the same. I was very anti Cute. Yeah. until Ashley is the one that pushed me and convinced me to for us to teach on Zoom and, uh, you know, we're still and doing it. He was still like, all right, we'll try it one time and we'll even see on trial basis if it's even good. Or yeah. Not. And I was like, okay, all I need is that one time. So for you guys that are in your Zoom classes, you got to thank Ashley, okay? And <laughs> and when after we did it that one time and the students felt a little bit better because it's different. Facebook Live, it's like they're not getting that interaction. Yeah. They're not yeah. getting the the feedback and and I told him, look, we'll be on Zoom, you'll be teaching, I'll be on the on the camera or on the thing telling them, mm -hmm. oh, more this, more that, twist more, blah, 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 like if I'm there, yeah, yeah. and we'll switch. And then it, he he found the flow and he was like, okay, this could work. Mm. Sorry, doing Zoom, but then, sorry, I interrupted yeah. you. But also, like, no, like, and even now, like, like I was talking to some, uh, some of our business partners earlier that the way we even teach now, it's like, I think it's something that it's, it's becoming... The way we're teaching now on Zoom is the way I like to teach now, like in our in our school, is mm. very, very free, very relaxed dancing. I feel like if us as business business owners and studio owners and you know you own festivals and socials and all these yeah. things, we have to go back to fun because if you're gonna be like, here's mm. the hardest shine in the world, you just come out of a one year pandemic and your first class is gonna be the hardest shine in the world, no one's gonna go to class. So we have to bring it back to fundamentals, to fun, to swag, mm. flow to relax, to fun music, and just be like, it's very free, very light. That's how we get to dancing again and to enjoy it again, to build up to those classes like we were doing them before, you know? But the, I think through Zoom and all these things is something I have to thank definitely uh, Ashley and, the, and doing classes on Zoom. But not just me too, because before we did Zoom, we started doing like these pre-recorded um, classes. Oh, which yeah. Which are still available if you guys want to do it. <laughs> Fun, either. No, yes. <laughs> or those were like those were real they, work. They have structure. There are ten classes, and then from the beginning, you're learning one thing, and then like you're developing, right? And I had to. My job was to structure everything, to write everything down, and be like, "Okay, Brandon, you're gonna teach this one. Yeah. Benny, you're we gonna did teach that this with Brian, Brandon, and Brian. Brian found the platform of for us to do it. So we were the first ones to actually use this platform, which yeah. is big. And um, they're still up. If you guys want to take them, go to Lions yeah, Academy. They're worth it. Those are like, they, and, they tell us, they're like, the best classes that mm. we yeah. offer, even on virtual. And uh, and that was the first thing that we did. 
and then after we did that it's like okay come on we cannot just keep on adding to this and we we're like okay well now we're gonna do zoom classes mm -hmm. and then we're like okay now they're opening. Now we're going to do Zoom and in studio classes. Yeah. All right, Zoom and in studio is getting a little rough. So we're going to do Facebook Live and in studio. <laughs> and that then was, Benny and I yeah. are going to do our own thing. Like I was telling you earlier, it's like, uh, I think Zoom is a great way of including people that do want to train and do want to continue learning from, from afar. So yeah. like my advice, I guess, to people, because I'm going to do it. So uh, is, I know it's harder, keep doing it because you are helping people. You are reaching new uh, demographics, yeah. new people. Yeah. Uh, if you just all of a sudden stop and go back to what we were doing before, then we're not really pushing forward. You're just going backwards. Mm. I think now it is the time to continue doing in studio. Mm -hmm. And if you're blessed enough to do have people that want to train, don't take it away from them because I, I people message me all the time. And uh, I think we are helping people with dance. Yeah. It's a great way to relieve stress to and, to, really and to heal and to connect well. and heal. Absolutely. I, I definitely believe that, like I told you as well, was during a pandemic and we had this conversation, um, for me, I noticed, especially on the West Coast, you guys were really key and really on, on it when it came to the social media side, because we realized with artists, all right, now that you're having events taken away, what alternatives now are they going to use? Yeah. Are they going to be consistent and stay relevant and still put their product out there and still brand themselves? Or are they going to fall by the wayside? And yeah. I noticed this whole year, over 50, 60% of the artists, or actually maybe I would say 30, 40%, maybe even 50, I'm not even going to lie. Um, I saw that kind of fell and couldn't catch up because like you said, Benny, it's a lot of work. People don't realize doing Zoom classes, doing online classes, it's not easy. It's no. not easy at all. And it takes, like you said, both of you to come to the understanding. You, Benny, in the beginning didn't want to do it, but mm -hmm. actually seeing that, hey, we need to still uh, give back to our community, our supporters in some form or fashion because they don't feel comfortable yeah. coming in person. So let's give them the next best thing. And like you said, in reality, it turned out to be, in a sense, a blessing because you actually created, at one point, a structured curriculum of what you guys wanted to give to your people, and it worked. And realizing now, like you said, things are slowly opening back up, but at the same time, you, with Lions Dance Academy, making sure people can have that alternative of online mm -hmm. and in person if you feel comfortable and feel safe. I think that's what's important. And I think what people don't realize too, based uh, just going off that topic, is that the Zoom, if it's a one-hour class, you're gonna work yeah. three, three hours, including that. So it's like two hours after you finish that class, you have to work still to to edit it, to post it up, to to do the Facebook group, to do all these things. So people don't realize, like Ashley and I teach eighteen hours on Zoom a month. That's hmm. like I don't know how many hours. Eighteen times three. <laughs> Plus, we work in the studio. We teach two hours, an hour in the studio. We train. We go to the gym for like a couple hours. We, we, we do a lot. So it's like, and we still, you know, we message people for feedback, things like that. So it's like, it is a full-time thing. And uh, I think now more than ever, I'm definitely proud to say that this is my profession because yeah. it is a real profession. Yes. And mm. I, to cut you off. It's okay. The last <laughs> thing, to all those people that were saying, get a real job. To all those people that were saying dance is not a real job, 
you have to try it before you knock it. You cannot yes, just yeah. knock. Definitely. And to all of to everyone else that they, it was it was really hard. It is really hard. So we completely get it. Yeah. And we're lucky because we have a support system. We have a family. We have um, people that hold us together. It's not just yeah. us. It's people look at us and they know Benny and Ashley, but we're or a Brandon, team. Brandon, mm-hmm. Brian, Anita, Mede, all, all of us. us. It's all of us together. It's the only way it works. Yeah, that's yeah. at least I could say that that's the reason why we we have been motivated. Another another thing, so that the classes have been for the public and when we can give to the community. But yeah. for us as well, like just us as in Benny and Ashley, I want to thank Adolfo for doing that Mambo and Friends. Mm-hmm. Because of that, we made up our new routine, Fuego y Palante. Because Benny was like, oh, no, Bryant was like, well, you guys are going to do Joe Cuba with like tricks and everything? Like, no one's even going to plot for you. That one was my brother. Like, he was like, no one's going to plot for you guys. You guys should just do a routine with no tricks. Just dancing. Just dancing. Mm-hmm. And Benny was like, okay, yeah, actually, you're going to learn it in a month. We're going to do it in a month. I was yeah. like, okay. <laughs> well, because I, I had that idea of doing that song. Yeah. Right? It maybe a year, a year and a half before, yeah. two years, but it didn't work. We weren't, we weren't there yet, dancing wise to do that song because in my idea was if this if this routine that we did if we go palante which i think for me is my favorite routine uh if you were to plug it into 2000 1999 1980 no so like early 90s <laughs> early 2000 era if you were to plug yeah. it there, it works because the dancing is there the yes. the flow the swag the movement the musicality is there yeah that's i always tell people because uh they're always talking about dancing like oh you should do hip-hop you should do this you should do that and i'm always like the the way the reason i don't like to train in other styles is because i haven't mastered salsa or mom i don't think i ever will i do take influence from other styles yeah to be able to dance a classic piece like a a romantica piece right yeah it's uh the purple one that you put and then to be able to dance uh a fuego palante which is more just dancing straight up dancing and to be able to dance with Brandon and then to be able to dance with a team, like it just, it's different. And like you said, they're all different. You are dancing different styles. You are, it's just how you see it, how you perceive it. Because if I was to dance salsa the same way I dance with Ashley, with Brandon, with somebody else, then it'd be like, why am I gonna hire these people when I can just hire you? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have to hire the the, the, the team. team. You would have to hire just one person. So right. it doesn't benefit, it benefits me if I'm only thinking about money. Mm-hmm. But about you know what we all gotta eat we all gotta make some money we all gotta work then the reason i do certain things with ashley that i don't do with brandon or that i do things with brandon that i don't do with ashley is for that same reason if you want her or the project that we have but you like that one too then it's just beneficial to all work together all three of us absolutely i mean i think that's important realizing is that it's about the family aspect first you understand that we're in a business that people want to make money but when you put your family and those morals intact first before anything, I think that's where it does separate you guys. Because many people just see the money alternative and just run that way. But seeing how you guys, again, stay genuine, stay grounded, and staying humble, that's what really shows. And again, like I've told you, I've appreciated this whole past year what you guys have been able to contribute to your community, whether it's in Portland or abroad. Uh, realizing, especially over the year, uh, through Facebook and Instagram, realizing also how much of a sports fan uh, Benny is. Um, But, you know, just understanding in in total to um, without dance, I think what I've appreciated even more with people like you and Ashley 
and others is seeing the human side to who you guys are because so many of us just see you at performances or shows or through YouTube. Yeah. Many people would have a preconceived assumption of who you guys are through looking at you at a social dance or just seeing you uh, on a performance stage. But having this type of opportunity just to have a discussion about who you guys are before dance, while you're having dance in your life, and now adjusting to a new normalcy in a sense, I think that's really what's important. And now I think it leads me uh, to my closing segment uh, called The Randoms, which is about 10 questions that should allow me to get to know both of you a lot better. Since it's two of you, I think it'll be even more fun seeing the answers. Some answers I might change up or add to, but I definitely think it should be fun. So all I need to know is when you both are ready. We're ready. All right. Number one, this question, of course, is for both of you. What is, or if you could have one dish right now, what would it be? Uh, I would have Benny spaghetti. I would mm. have tacos. <laughs> is this Ashley's tacos or this is tacos outside? From outside. From Mexico. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Some of my favorite tacos are from Tijuana. Yeah. Specifically, yes. Exactly. Like, for me, I've never seen, yeah. The taco specific is suadero. That's the specific. Yes. Yes. I love those. And for me, I never, I can't believe I had to go to Mexico to realize you don't put lettuce and tomatoes on a, a taco. So <laughs> and onion, that's it. That's, that's all you that's all you put. You're talking about taco like that. <laughs> oh my God. All right. So next question is if you both could be at a social right now, you had one song you could dance to, what would that be? Go you first. Don't look at me. I would probably dance Yuvia by oh, oh yeah. And also from Rey de Alpaz. I would probably dance Tu y yo. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one's a banger, too. We've been listening a lot to Luis Ramirez and Rey de la Paz. They're sick. So you might see a routine by one of those songs. They're sick together, man. There you go. There you go. All right, next question is, for the both of you, what is a dream vacation destination for both of you? Go for it. For me, I've always told Ashley this. For me, my dream vacation is to go to... And I don't, I don't, I really, I, we can go down the street, but just to be in a hotel and just sleep and wake up, eat, sleep, wake up. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's my dream. <laughs> yeah. I would like to be in a place like somewhere in Thailand, like mm. somewhere like that, where there's beach and clear waters. And she wants to do a hangover part four. <laughs> oh my Lord. Oh my Lord. Or oh something. My Lord. I don't know. Something. Yes, big love from Edwin Rivera all the way out there in LA. Man, I think, you know what, Ashley, thank you because I see Benny is not a hard man to please, it seems right now. All he needs is a hotel room and some AC and a pillow here and there, some chocolate, you know. Because there's AC, he's fine. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Actually, I'm, I'm actually like, I know like maybe I'm very loud and out, not outspoken, but direct. But I'm very, I'm a very simple person. Yes, I'm not simple. I'm not complicated. What you see is what you get. I'm very, very simple. Except I, when you have costumes that look oh, like they yeah. were. Yeah. You have a costume. It's, yeah. you I turn into a superhero. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, right. You know how when the girls get all dressed up and they're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, he's the same way. 
He's like, I look so hot. I love it. I got to prep myself. <laughs> I love it. All right. Next question is, what is a big don't for both of you when you are social dancing with someone? And I think you know what I mean. I'm talking about you've whether asked you dance with a lead that was maybe really too rough, didn't smell good, just aggressive. I mean, I, I, I know you have those. For me, a big don't is drunk people. Oh yeah, Benny hates them. Yeah, I don't like dancing. Even like, I always tell Ashley, I'm like, I don't care if the girl's hot. I don't care if whatever, whatever, whatever. But if she's drunk, I don't like doing drunk. I don't do, I don't do drunk. That's very good. Yeah, because I've, I've had, actually I've seen people, drunk people, like, and like they were not ugly girls, right? They're pulling me onto the dance floor, literally like pulling me. And mm. I'm like, yo, I said I don't want to dance. Like you're too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> like for real. Like it's it, it gets it gets sometimes uh like yo, this is really happening right now. But I, mean, <laughs> I guess it's part of the job, right? Mm. Sometimes. sometimes. Well, a big don't for me is like people thinking. Not, not enjoying the moment. Like, they're just like, oh my gosh, seriously? Like, you're off timing or you did this or whatever. Like, things like that. Like, they're not just enjoying the moment or yeah. trying to acoplarse. Like, how do you say that? Yeah, just go with the flow. I don't know. That, that's not what I'm trying to say. When they're dancing <laughs> with someone and going to their skill. They're not trying yeah. to do, They're trying to be either more difficult because yes. they hear it. And I get it 100%. But it's not the time or the place to do it with that person. So that's one thing I don't like. That's a big don't for me. Just I would, stick and dance with the person you're with. That's true. I would definitely say to kind of add to both of your um, explanations, when you're talking about drunk girls, Benny, I know what you're talking about because I'm also a video. I'm the videographer at these events. And I'm, there's a lot of footage I put out. And there's a lot of footage I don't put out. <laughs> and realizing, also I would say with your style of dancing, Benny, um, especially it depends on the follow. I mean, especially the songs, because you're dancing with someone who's intoxicated and you think about doing a few cool, few more extra turns that can, yeah. you know, I've seen people throw up. I've seen oh, yeah. sloppiness and- And it goes for guys too, obviously. Yes. It goes both right. ways. No, it definitely does. And I would say to come on Ashley's part with that, I completely understand what you're saying because I think a big issue with not being present in the moment mm -hmm. or stick to your skill set it happens when the camera is around. Yes. It, it normally always happens because I do a thing many people don't know when I used to film also on the West Coast was I don't like putting a big bright light on you sometimes. I like to be inconspicuous to have you be present in your moment because I notice what happens is you have two dancers dancing socially. Once that light comes on, there's three things that happens or a few things that happen. Mainly one person is on it other person's scared shitless, like deer in the headlights. Yeah. Um, one person has a certain motive of when they see the camera, this is what I will do. Mm -hmm. The other person is like, I just want to have a good time. And then there's those people that are on the same page. Because when you know you're at an event, you know you could be filmed at any time. And it shouldn't feel like a pressured moment. I mean, it should just be genuine. So I think... A lot of leads and follows need to understand whether it's the way you're dressing, presenting yourself, whether it's the way you're communicating with the person you're dancing with, because you know these songs can go anywhere from at a Congress three minutes long. If you got a band, that's 10 minutes of dancing with someone that you really don't want to dance with at that moment. 
So I know those, and I know how those moments feel. So the next question for Benny and Ashley, what would you consider yourselves as a spirit animal? I'm a dog. I'm very loyal. <laughs> okay. It would be, I feel like lion is too obvious. Mm -hmm. It would be like between a lion and an ox. Mm, why, why an ox? I haven't heard that one. Because oxes are underestimatedly, a new word I just made. Uh, <laughs> and they're, it can, maybe you can perceive as they're not being that, as strong as they are, but oxes are pretty strong. Yeah, but they're also mm. very relaxed and yeah, they're and not. I feel like, I feel like <laughs> the place where I'm more relaxed now. Well, that's, you know what that's it what is? you said, lion and ox. Yeah, because uh, I think I'm just, I'm growing up, I'm maturing, I'm seeing the world as... I think as it's intended to be, which is yep. a happy place. And the pandemic, I, I, I keep saying it's, it's a blessing and it is. I mean, you can see it in many ways and might be the wrong thing to say, mm -hmm. but it's a blessing because it showed me that everything in the world is luxury. Everything, everything yep. luxury. And the reason people were having such a bad time during the pandemic, obviously apart from not, not including people losing their jobs, which is terrible, right? And people losing business and stuff, but for some people that did have jobs, the reason the pandemic was bad was because they stopped having luxuries. They, yeah. stopped, they stopped being able to buy stuff and mm -hmm. go out and spend mm -hmm. money. And it's just like, well, you don't really need to do that, but we're nobody to say what you do or don't need. But in terms of me, it's like, I've, I've saved more money now than I ever have in my entire life, you know? Yeah. So it's oh. like, it's a blessing because it showed me like, maybe now, like the new Yeezys came out yesterday, right? And I'm just like, I have them in my cart. I want to pull the plug and I'm just like, I don't need them. I, it's a luxury that I don't need. And I think I'm, I'm starting to learn more discipline in terms of spending, which I know people have always discipline and like, yeah, you got to uh, be active and you got to eat well and do this. But usually when it comes to spending, people don't have a limit to that. Mm. I so like that. As in the world now, I just see it as it's like Ashley says, it's good to be better in the moment, be with family, be surrounded by good people. And all we need is, a home, food, and that's really all we need. And that's why he's an ox. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you put that. All right, next question would be for both of you, if you could dance with one dancer right now at a social, who would it be? But disclaimer, it cannot be either one of you. I was about to point to Ashley because that's what she wanted. Right. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know who he'd say. But um, does it have to be someone that I've danced with? No, it could be anyone. Maybe someone you've wanted to or have danced with. I really want to dance with Terry or Louise. Mm. I haven't had the chance to, but I choose one. Okay, Terry. I love Panayotis too, but Terry, I would love to dance with him uh, because he just looks so flowy. And I would love yeah. to feel what he feels when he listens to the music. He's mm -hmm. In the moment, he's been doing this before any of us now, right? And he dances very in the moment. I would love to dance with him. Okay. I don't know if Ashley, maybe she guesses it right, but to me, we my uh, social dance partner uh, Natasha Tia. Yes, I guess they're right. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me and me and her together, it's uh, it makes sense when we're mm -hmm. dancing together. Social. The connection is there. Yeah, I think I think that's very key when I ask that question because yeah. connection. Yes. 
the person you've never danced with or a person you're used to dancing with, connection is key because ultimately you want to have an experience with whoever you're dancing with, especially at a social or a congress. So I definitely love that answer. And really quick on that subject too, I'm, I'm just going to go all out today. I know a lot of people in that case would have said someone that's more popular or mm -hmm. very, super popular. No, like more popular, like just in terms of general, like they go with the most popular person in the world yeah. right now. But to me, Natasha Tia is an amazing dancer. And like what I say for me, what counts more is the, the, connection. the connection. Does that, that make sense? So for mm -hmm. me, like even being like in, our, in me and Ashley or me and Brandon, like being popular never to me doesn't matter because yeah. I'd rather be that person with an amazing show that nobody knows than a popular person that is kind of like, oh, they're, they're cool. That's right. I like it. I like it. I definitely respect it. All right. Next question would be for both of you. What would be your superpowers if you could have one? I would be the Flash. I knew it. I, <laughs> I would definitely be the Flash because I think he can really do anything. Right, he can go back in time. He can go to the future. He can vibrate through walls. He can heal fast. If you guys don't know, Ashley's a big Marvel nerd. Oh, okay. Love I superheroes. Love the Flash. Uh, the Flash is DC. Okay. Oh, no, DC. Yeah. <laughs> My brother's like it's DC. Wait, I was baby. like, wait, DC. DC. But oh. I was like, I don't want to put him down. When it comes to superheroes, though, she beats me. When it comes to superheroes, she's on it. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I love the Flash. I would be him. I think for me, don't say something. I know what you're saying, I think. Mm, I gotta think. I think I'd go with Batman. I knew it. Okay. Yeah. He's reliable. And Okay, he's reliable. He's reliable and no, not controversial, but I like that he has two sides to him. Which is very controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most of the times you would call those people Geminis. So it's just... <laughs> Gemini. I'm a Gemini. Oh my God, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> See, everything just works. All right. Next one here would be for both of you. I need to know three people that have been most influential to you at this point in your life. And when I mean three people, you can put your family in one as one if you'd like. Okay, for me, my top would be obviously my family first. Second would be Adolfo in terms of my mm. career. And third would be, actually, no. Second would be Kanye West. Oh, my. Oh, wow. That's controversial. That's yeah. <laughs> that, yes. Every, and, and when it comes to rap, the reason I fell in love with rap was because of Kanye West first. That's gotcha. how AZ and all the production like that he did. Then yep. I went to Tumbled Out. Then we went to like Wu Tang. Well, I'm like, I'm a OG. Wow. That people need to understand is not Kanye West the person, it's, it's the Kanye artist. West the artist. The artist. The artist. Man, that Kanye West. And, because and he even, has a yeah. lot of. And even like, when it comes faces. to business, it's cool. Like, I don't really care. But when it comes to the artistry and the production and what he's brought to rap, like, it's like he's for real. Like, he made. Like, he changed music. Yeah, like the he he made trends that people were at the beginning, like with skinny jeans and the way he was dressing at yeah. the beginning, and like with polo and the pink polo and all that stuff. Like, oh my god! People were probably talking crap, but then like after, like they were doing it too. So the way I see it is like when I when we start to performances and even the costumes we wear, things like that is like you can hate on it for like a second, and I don't mind. But after a while, you're gonna be wanting to wear it too, you know. I mean, I, I was waiting for Ben. And then third, third, 
obviously is my, my, I like to say he's my first maestro in terms of mambo, in terms of that elite, elite level. Because my first teachers obviously are my parents, but yeah. my first teacher outside of them is Adolfo. Mm. So I feel very blessed to have, have been with my parents and then been able to go straight with Adolfo. That's like a, a sur that was a surreal moment for me. So he's obviously number three. Mm. I think for me, like if I mention people, they're mostly all in this house <laughs> that have really, that have really like helped me. Definitely, the first person I would always say is Benny, mm -hmm. and the reason why is because I felt like I don't think I was like in a gutter. I just felt like I was losing myself in terms mm -hmm. of dancing, artist wise. Artist wise, and he was like, "Hey, let me give you a hand and let's yeah. let's get up there." And he would speak to me with all these craziness of Kanye West and rap and everything. Well, the way we're talking right now with you, that's yeah. how in real life <laughs> that's how it should, that's how it really it should be you have to because the right. thing is this if you're gonna be direct benny you have to be direct with substance there yeah. has to be something you know to be understood rather than just talking yes, yes. and he has uh, made me think of things that i never thought of before and it's i think that he's definitely influenced me in my adulthood and just mm -hmm. the way of life and another person would be his mom like his mom yeah has been a huge supporter for me. Mama love, mama love. In a good way and a bad way. She'll be like, oh yeah, I don't really like this. <laughs> this is not good. And you should dress more like this or whatever. But because she tells me those she's things. My mom, she's my, uh, my mom's her manager. Because well. she tells me those things, I can be like, okay, this doesn't look good on me. I need to wear this. I need to dance more with my hips, bend a little bit more, be yeah. more feminine, less masculine, things like that. I'm able to switch. Yes, it hurts to hear it. And I'm like, Tough love, tough love. But if I don't have that tough love, then I won't grow as a person. And it, for, like, I'm, I think it takes a special person to be like him, that yeah. uh, be influenced by Kanye West. He can be influenced by Mike Tyson and all these things. I've been recently being influenced by, like, uh, not a specific person, but a type mm -hmm. of training. I've always been influenced by a type of training. And bodybuilding right now has been really influenced, mm -hmm. and Benny as well. I've seen, I've seen the photos. I've seen. <laughs> I'm not like him. I won't post it. I because I know that there's people that are gonna be trying to correct us and things like that. And we're we're novice. That's how you say novice. Novice. Yeah, novice. When it comes to that to bodybuilding, so we know we still have to correct a lot of things, and we have a coach that's been like really pushing us and who. Yeah, shout out to coach. To our Rhode coach, Island, um, who has really been pushing us. So those are the three either things or people that have really influenced me. Okay. I love it. I lo definitely love that answer. And it brings me now to my last two questions. And the second before last one is, what is a special talent that many people wouldn't know that you both have? I don't know. I think we're pretty outspoken with the stuff that we do, but I think for me, my biggest talent is design. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty good artist in terms of, even drawing like the costumes, all the costumes, like they were my designs, all of them. Wow. So I, I drew them out. I, I posted some stuff on Instagram, but like usually if it's a, if it's, I'm pretty like in terms, and that's why like I love, you know, Kanye so much because yes. in terms of design, in terms of the stage production, when he does the concerts, it goes with the music, goes with the music video, goes mm -hmm. with the where it's like, and for me, the way we like, I like to really quick one minute, I like to do the costume first so that it aligns with the song 
therefore the 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 choreo comes from these two yeah. things. If you have a the choreo and then you're like, okay, now we pick the costume, or it's like you wouldn't pick the song before you do the choreo. So why would you do a costume before you do the choreo too? Mm -hmm. It has to go with it so that you can see how it moves. You can see how it's presented in terms of presence and all these things you're saying. So for me, definitely it's costume and song together, then it's choreo. Mm -hmm. mm. That's the way I like to do it in terms of producing. And that's when I, I can really say that we produce our shows from beginning to end because everything is in-house. Nothing is from somewhere else. And, and for me, I, don't, I wouldn't say I have a one talent because mm -hmm. what people tell me to do, I'll, that I'm like a trooper. I'll do it like a soldier. Yeah. And I think that that's why Benny and I really work together. I think Ashley's because best, I'm a soldier. Oh, her best talent is not giving up. That's her best talent because she she would she could have gave up on dancing even when like she said she was losing her artistry too. Yeah. Like she could have stopped dancing. And a lot of people have told Ashley, she's like, You're lucky you have Benny and his family. They saved you. <laughs> they always tell her it's they saved true. you. And I'm like, nah, nah, nah. But because if she would have given up on dancing, then all the stuff that even me, like that I've done with her and after like the show it obviously the stuff that we do together oozes into what i do with brandon just from a different perspective like mm -hmm. what if we wouldn't nothing would have happened like the way it happened and i think the way it happened was the way it was meant to be gotcha so i think her for her it's like not giving up and uh and she's a fighter which is i think what i needed in my corner mm, two fighters in the same corner that definitely speaks volumes so now it brings me to my last question and I'm actually going to change things up. So this is how it's going to go. You're okay. at a Congress okay. um, and you're rushing down to the social. What are actually not even you're at a Congress right now. What are three things you would have to have in your luggage going to that event? And disclaimer, we're not talking about costumes. We're talking about just like three things that are in your bag automatically. Uh, the dance shoes count as a costume, right? Yeah. We're talking about no dance shoes. We're talking about everything else but the costumes itself. For I me, just feel like I, that's everything for me. Costumes <laughs> and the dance shoes. <laughs> I have a good cologne. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I like that. I like that answer. I have to, have to, have to go together. If it doesn't, it ruins my day, my weekend. I need to have gel and hairspray. I need to. Mm. Uh, and then third would be... Uh, well, I'm already. I don't want to be nasty, so I'll say my toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I was. I thought like hairspray and all that stuff comes with costume. No. Oh, so she's, she's even putting you on a. I mean, I would say you can gel hairspray is fine. That's oh. that's an aesthetic that just comes with you know. For me, I obvious for a costume. I need to have my gel. I need to have my hairspray. Everything that I really need, I need it for my costume. Well, hopefully he's not taking it from you when he's doing it. Oh, no. no, hopefully. <laughs> that, bring your own. No, I'm just kidding. No, I like my and products like, work. And that's what I'm saying. Like a perfume and a cologne, all of that, yeah. it's a part of my costume because I mm. need to feel good and smell good in order to go on stage. So that's why I'm like, if I have everything that I need to go on stage, mm -hmm. I don't need anything. All right. Because yeah. I, I need everything. I'm telling, you, I'm telling you, Diamond, we're pretty simple people. 
I love it. I love this. I love the minimalistic approach because we're the dancers that take the the carry on suitcase to a congress. We don't take those big. The, take those. We take the little small ones and we're chilling. That's why I appreciate you guys. And trust me, uh, I know what it feels like going into someone's hotel room, and it looks like an abomination, just things everywhere. And it's like I've seen crock pots and food tables oh. and rooms and yeah we're going yeah, yeah. people bring everything <laughs> no, no no we don't do that no we do you know what though i will say we do that when we we go to like uh congresses that we drive to with the teams like something yeah. maybe if we drive to san francisco or we drive up to seattle or things like that then you'll see us like we go all like we buy water we buy yeah sandwiches things, yeah. cookie things to have in the room so that it's like you don't need to go anywhere. That's what we do it like, but that's when we go all out. But yeah. when we're in the room, when it's just us two, yeah. Like I told you, I just need the hotel to sleep, the bed, and yeah. I'm chilling. Awesome, awesome. Oh well, this time actually, instead of uh, concluding it, I actually want to add in one last question. Let's do it. Let's do it. For both of you, if you could describe yourself in one word, what would it be? Mm, I think for me, it would be passionate mm. because when I speak, I speak passionately. When I'm creating, I am very passionate. Mm -hmm. um, when I'm dancing, I'm very passionate. Every Everything that I do, I do it with so much intensity. So maybe the word is actually intensity, not passionate. Intense. But okay. uh, I, I think that that really describes me overall. Nice. Well, I, I wonder what Benny's going to say now. For me, like, uh, really, really quick, I like I like watching. I I watch a lot of anime. I did oh. a lot actually during the quarantine. I was watching a lot of anime, and they always have you know like um, they always have these characters that's like, and I'm always like with a like a word at the end of their name, right? Like mm -hmm. something the something, right? And I'm always yeah. like, oh, my name be, and I'm always like Benny the Great or Benny the Invincible, Benny oh, yeah, the always give himself names, things like that, right? So I think definitely it would be like like great or invincible something like that like for me like if you try like if we were in a competition or something mm -hmm. and, and you try to beat me i would find the way to try to beat you like i wouldn't be like oh yeah we're like like in the dance scene like what we're saying like if you if you go on stage and i see you like i watch all the shows even when i'm performing i watch all mm -hmm. the shows and if i see someone like damn like that guy went off or that girl went off like the people loved her i'm like in my head i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna beat that i'm gonna top that watch watch what i do or like watch this like it's kind of like that right that's okay. the way i see it which some people can be like yeah but there's no art there's no competition in art in art and all this stuff and i'm just like there's a level that you can get to away with that but to get to the next level you need to want to be the best you have to there's no way you're not going to lie to me and be like i don't want to be the best i just do it for fun and you're at the elitist level mm -hmm. it gets to a point where Mike said, I'm competitive. <laughs> uh, it gets to a point where it's like, if you did amazing or like, even like, you know, like uh, I'll say, I'm not going to say names, but like if a team goes up with six couples or four couples yeah. and I'm just like, it's just me and Ashley or just me and Brennan. And I'm just like, we're going to outperform you. And we're two people yeah. and you're full and you're eight and I'm going to outperform you. I don't care, but I am. And we usually do. I'll say that humbly. <laughs> But it's just, <laughs> but it's just the way we, the way I look at it, the way uh, Ashley and Brandon look at it, it's like we, yeah. we cannot be beat. If we're, if we were not picked last, then like to go last, right? Like I don't yeah. know where I go. And actually, I learned this from 
my maestro Adolfo. So thank you for showing me this, but I think I've taken it to the next level, right? Like okay. he's like, I don't care if I'm last or if I'm in the middle or at the beginning. He's like, he's like, it doesn't matter to me. I'm still going to perform good. But then I think we took it a step further and it's like, I don't care if I'm last or at the beginning or whatever, like wherever I perform, that's the end of the show. That's it. Ooh, I Done. love it. Done. Nothing's going to top it, but that's it. me in my head telling it to myself. Right. Mm -hmm. But because that's how I'm going to perform, I'm going to perform like if it's the last thing you see, because that's just the way I want it to be presented. Because if it's short of that, then it's like, damn, like it wasn't really a good show. Mm, I, I definitely understand. I definitely understand that from that point. So I'll add one more question in. There's <laughs> a question for this is going to be very fun. Um, and I want Ashley's answer first. Okay. Will Portland Trailblazers ever win a chip? Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Uh, about this. They're definitely not going to win this one. Okay. Um, but what does that mean? Yeah. Play six places, still very far from first. Uh, from wait, who's the first? I think it's the Los Angeles Utah Jazz. So, the Ooh, Utah Jazz, I'm sorry. I think maybe in two years. And the reason why I say that is because Damien is he's sticking to his team and he's really pushing them. Yes. And right now people are starting to talk about him way more than any other time and he seems like he's rising to the occasion so mm. with all of this will he be like michael jordan and tell everyone now you guys got to train we got to do this we got to do that and we got to push them that's the next like thing that he has to go through if he can do that and like really be a team leader and be like we're doing this come on get up let's train boom then they could possibly win in a year or in two years. But if he fails and he's, and I know it's putting a lot of pressure on him, but I think that he can handle it. He can yeah. definitely handle it. Yeah, he can. Then he will definitely um, bring everybody with him. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I, I think that he's capable of doing that. Right now, he's really fe feeling it. He's feeling the fuel. He's seeing what people are saying about him. And I mean, he's proving that he's, he could, he could be, I'm not saying he is, saying that he could be better than LeBron because Ooh. what he did in the all-star game, right? Gotcha. If he could play like that all the time, that'd be That was a great. So let me see what Benny has to say on this because he's he's damn time for what yeah. I see. So. Uh, like, I, was, I was thinking like, I was thinking earlier, again, I was like, I'm, I think crazy dumb stuff sometimes. I was like, <laughs> okay. I was like, <laughs> in, in Portland, in terms of championships, there's been the Timbers, they won the, the MLS. Uh, I know some people don't. Yeah, win. Timbers, yeah. Won, I think, like twice now. Um, Brandon and me have won. Okay. <laughs> World Championship, too. And now, now I'll say not humbly. Now it's Dame's time. <laughs> wow. I, I like that. I like the way that it. See, I had to bring that question in. For oh, sure. I definitely hope. I would say hopefully in two years, Dame and the Trailblazers definitely win. Because yeah. also Dame is from Cali, from LA. So and he has a chip on his shoulder. He's like he says he wears the the O. He doesn't wear a zero. He wears the O for Oakland. That's what his that stands for. His letter, I guess. So definitely, I think they're. I think they have a good team. They just need to get a a, a big, a good big, which. Yeah. Not hurt all the time because uh, 
Nurkic is a good big, but he he's hurt every year. And I, I was telling Ashley, I was explaining to her, I'm like, they're not going to win like that because mm-hmm. if you're counting on someone getting yeah. hurt, you might as well just sell them. Mm. Get someone wow. that- it's yeah. If you're not making, if you're not making the money work for you, you're not really worth it. Then you gotta go. And and see the way I asked this question or the series of questions was to get now that understanding of people understanding you guys. Besides the answers, are also sports fans. You guys have other things you do besides dance. Oh, so, get, oh but everything yeah. relates. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> like Ashley and I, like we're so happy that like things are starting to open back up. Like we're. We're gonna, we've, we've been bowling. We, we love going to the movies. We love going mm-hmm. to... Uh, I don't know. Damien, Damien and LeBron are not going in the same <laughs> category. <laughs> this year. Just, no, just based on this year. Based on the All-Star game. Is gotcha. Even, game. even right now, like I was watching some stats, and Damien Lillard is uh, number one on the scoring chart. He has yeah. more than Bradley Beal, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. He might win the championship just in scoring championship, scoring title. Yeah. Big thing, too. Um, yeah, maybe it's like maybe like a 10% to a 90%. But uh, I, I definitely think like, like yeah, dancers, us dancers, like, I know we might seem like our lives are very easy. And I've heard it so many times. Our lives are easy. Our lives are relaxed. Oh, what's your real job? What do you really do? Mm-hmm. Uh, things like that. And it's just like, it's not even annoying. It's just like. It usually comes from the people that wanted to do it and they didn't. That's the worst part. Yeah. Usually. So it's it's kind of like some hate there. And to me, it's just like, it's not a, you didn't have it or you, you weren't that good enough. It's just that you didn't grind enough. You didn't hustle enough because it doesn't matter. Some people, you know, there's some dancers that I know that are worlds better than all of uh, the dancers on a certain Instagram page, right? Yeah. Don't get that shine because they're not promoting themselves. They're not marketing themselves. They're like another area. Yeah. And something that I think is good from what happened during this pandemic is we had the people, not we, because we've been doing it. The people that didn't know how to hustle or grind had to learn because you have to move. You have to, you have to make the money. You have to get the work yourself. You have to bring customers in yourself. And a lot of us dancers were not used to that. They were used to people looking for them. But now that you are looking for work, now it's different. Now it's yeah. not. Now it's more of a, oh, I have to message this person. And now you have to make a group and you have to make your ticket sales. And it's all like, it's a lot of work. So I'm happy for the people that were able to do it in a successful way. But I'm also uh, a little bit, I'm happy that the Zoom did work out for a lot of people because a lot of people were saying it was not going to work out. It's just another way, really, to kind of prove them wrong and really show them, like, hey, if I'm putting that work in, I'm going to make it work. And yeah, I definitely, yeah, I definitely would say, honestly, having you guys both on tonight was amazing, especially it being episode 100. And for me, yeah, about showcasing the talent that means so much to me that I've seen over the years, because as we're going through a new generation, as we come back to our scene in the future, it's going to look different. Yes. I mean, people we've seen before and people we haven't. And for me, like I told you and I wrote, you know, you guys for me are the leaders of that new generation because, you know, realizing you had those people that inspired you. Now you're doing the inspiring. 
and me now having this platform that I can bring artists like you on, create these relationships, but also have your voices be heard by many others, whether it's on Facebook, YouTube, uh, on a radio station, just to have someone listen to your stories and be inspired by it, but also now know a little bit more about you guys. So in the future, when they do see you, they can say, hey, Ashley, I didn't know that you were studying with behavior intervention. And I didn't know Benny was into uh, basketball, into, you know, Portland. Hopefully they win. This okay. guy. <laughs> but, you know, realizing this is why I do it. Having artists like you on, seeing how comfortable you are and realizing it's not one of those like investigative journalist sequences. It's about a person in the scene like myself, been doing it 24 plus years now having the opportunity to have your voices heard because when we were in congresses and festivals and demos and classes, a lot of us really weren't preoccupied of knowing about other people unless we had that in between time and now having this moment. Now, years from now, people can watch this and say, wow, I learned a little bit more about some of my favorite artists. This is why I have you guys on. But at least before we go, I'd love to know if you guys had any last few words and also any contact info on any future classes or projects you might have coming up. I do have last few words mm -hmm. and before we promote or anything, I just uh, wanna tell people that moving forward to really get to know the people to your left, to your right, in front of you, behind you, and maybe you guys don't always agree on the same thing, and that's okay because that's why the beautiful thing about being in this world that's is- the world works you get to really hear what other people are saying and you get to put into perspective, like, why are they thinking that way? Or why do they think that? And not in a judging way, but just be like, okay, you know what? I understand you. I don't agree with you, but I understand you. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I guess in psychology we learn a lot is that everybody, the reason that they think a certain way is for a reason. And we are nobody to tell them to stop thinking like that or to move forward. But maybe something I say can motivate them to be a little bit differently. But at the end of the day, I mean, just be happy you're around people. Be happy you have these connections. Be happy that we can be all connected through dance because that's why I do it. And I love it. And I hope that everyone remembers why they dance. Yes. And for me, it's gonna be obviously uh, for those of you guys watching and for those of you guys watching later, it's going to be promoting our online classes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we actually have a website and, you yes, know, we had right the here. time, we had the Not time. So we did it. Brian, we had a hustle. I figured it out. Yes. <laughs> it's uh, bennyandashley.com. Super simple. You can go on there and just look at the, the classes coming up. And we're going to start now that we're traveling, we're going to start putting a calendar up there to see where we're going to be uh in your cities hopefully very soon yes. from portland to the world absolutely oh thank you boris lara love the oh it's boris from um yeah yeah hey what's up brother and absolutely just like realizing what you guys again would have been able to accomplish even through this pandemic we're in uh definitely support the online classes that support the work that you guys are doing uh, and evidently, I hope it definitely in the future when things are much safer, I'll be taking a trip out to the West Coast and Cali, and hopefully I can take a trip out to Portland and do some video work with you guys. And My mom's going to cook for us. My mom's the best cook I know. Oh, man. I, absolutely. And I would definitely say when I go to Portland or Hillsborough area, I need to get a voodoo donut. I know oh, we'll, take I, you. we'll take you and we'll take you to some 
Better than that, too. Even better, man. <laughs> Honestly, Benny and Ashley, I thank you so much for appearing all the way from Portland area, Hillsborough to be correct. Yes. Um, coming from New York, myself, Diamond, from the Live Discussions of Diamond podcast. This was episode 100. And thankful to have special people like this, Benny and Ashley from Lines Dance Company. Big shout out to the Ayala family. Uh, big shout out to the West Coast, but big shout out to specifically Benny and Ashley uh, for honestly being, like I said, leaders of the new school. And definitely people check them out as well after this interview. I will be posting the link to their website so all of you can get their information as well. Uh, it's been really special. Uh, we're almost like an hour and 45 minutes almost just went by like that. But honestly, I thank you guys so much for taking your time out to speak to me and everyone else included. I thank you all for tuning in. And everyone, please have a safe night and be well. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Have a great night. Stay safe.